Hello and welcome to the Daft Podcast with me, George, my co-writers, George and Reese. Hello. Alright. Our friend, Ryan. Alright. Oh, friends. And our favourite editor, Niall. Alright. So now, what happened in the football this week? So now, tell us about the football. Shut the fuck up. So, uh, Niall, tell us about the football. Well, I can't. That's a good point. That's a good because point. Because this episode is a special one where we've literally just finished recording the last one. As instead of skipping a week, we decided to pre-record this yeah. episode. So this week we won't have any results or anything. Um, I think we're going to do some predictions maybe for next week. But um, basically in the next episode we'll just go over both game weeks that we that we miss. And then uh, this week we're still going to have our main topic... Um, which I haven't let any of these people here currently with me apart from now in on. So well, that's um, favouritism at its finest. Um, I, d- I want to see how you react without having any preparation. We're also going to talk about VAR, which we said in uh, episode three that we were going to be focusing on. And then uh, we're also going to be talking about some rules or some ideas that we think could maybe make VAR better, maybe change the handball rule, maybe change the offside rule slightly as well. So we'll see if we have any any ideas that can maybe improve the sport further. So that's that's it for this week. Um, so we'll get into the main topic. And uh, it's linking to a post that you made, George. Did I? I make a lot of posts. You make a lot of posts. I make most of the posts. All right. Ooh. Get out Ooh. of your big head. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of all the big things you pointed out, and you chose his head. <laughs> his oh, 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 my oh. All right. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> oh hell no! It links to a post that you made at the start of the year. Oh, what? Well, yeah. Actually, the start of the season, even um, when we were looking at the Golden Boot winners. So, oh yeah, the uh, topic that I'm gonna suggest today is that we discuss who we think um, will win the golden boot this year. Oh. And um, Reese is looking very smug. I already know your answer. Um, but I'm going to let um, Niall start. <laughs> Dion. Okay, you, we'll come to you it second. You, you, can have, you can have a go next. Niall, who do you think is going to get the golden boot this season? Um, <clears throat> I'm going uh, to put forward Kane. Harry Kane. Oh, how original. That is, that, is that is boring. That is boring. Oh, that is really boring. sorry. Alright, I'll, I'll put forward no, no, my no, dead no. cat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Let's just go more comments. Which one? I think your cat could score a few more um, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with putting forward the boring original answer if it's the what correct was one. Alright, Mr. Spurs. Well, yeah. Are you going to say Son? Well, I'm going to start going. Why would I say Son? I'd say Kane. 
McGlynn, that's not getting feedback. No, I like that. Oh, well, you leave that in, but go no, on. I'm not leaving that in. That's not bad. <laughs> Moi, that's funny. That? That's, <laughs> that's funny. funny. It's not. You did me dirty with the appendix. It means a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, you so also before did I start me... crying, yeah, Kane's my, uh, my, my suggestion. Right, not really. Moi, I think that's a poor fit decision. Oh, poor fit. I don't know. I think you might be missing the points out about a whisker or two, but... He's a shark. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's your suggestion then, Mr. Podcast Host? Well, I'd probably say Kane or Aguero. Oh, of course. Well, I would also say Kane or Aguero, but I was under the impression we had to choose one. So. <laughs> oh, no, no, you just throw you, as, See, many, I, I, I as feel, many hats into the I ring. I still bet an old dead cat, personally. <laughs> yeah. Win it by a length. <laughs> Haven't they signed for Watford this season? <laughs> <laughs> This is why George isn't allowed to talk on the podcast. <laughs> this is why you just do the posts. And yeah. then we George, do you're this. not like wearing a, a Spurs shirt. <laughs> What's the say? Virgin what? Virgin, virgin Records. Yeah. I think mean, if anyone else has a Virgin Records, it's me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll not be funny. I think I have a Virgin Records. Yeah. <laughs> right, carry on. So, Noah, why do you think Harry Kane or uh, Sergio Aguero? Um, I, haven't, I haven't got much to go on apart from stats. Of, of where they where they stand in the sort of all time stats and uh, Harry Kane's a bit lower than Aguero, but um, all I've but seen of him better English than the other. But uh, he's he was injured last season. Probably because like, he's English, season. He's yeah, he's also Aguero's Aguero better English. <laughs> 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 oh, you hear How many gold boots has Aguero got? One. You might more than that. He's only been in one team of the year. I think he's got one golden. He got the golden boot the year that Kane finished runner up. Or you could say, I know that Aguero's got at least one golden boot and Kane's got two Premier League golden boots and obviously he got that one in the World Cup. Because that's a proper, you know, and then. So, uh, no, why have you picked Harry Kane and Sergio Aguero as your primary choices for the golden boot? Well, because I was having a look at the stats, the all-time stats, and um, they're both fairly high in it. Aguero's sixth, and uh, Harry Kane's thirteenth. But I don't think, well, he hasn't had nearly as many appearances. No. So I think he's gonna prove to be a bit better than that. So if you had to pick one, then who are you gonna go for? Who'd you put your money on? Does Paolo Di Canio still count? No. Because I reckon he could do a job still. He'd be better than West Ham's current options. Shut up. <laughs> you let him talk. I don't understand. He, he no conditions him to talk. No one let him talk. He just what are you trying on. to say to me? Alright, so how old is Aguero? Aguero's 31. Okay, and Harry Kane's... 26. And how long have they been fighting? Um, so Kane's had about five, six seasons. Mm-hmm. And then Aguero's been in the Premier League at least 10 years. Yeah. Well, he scored when they won the league in 2010. Yeah, so... Aguero's obviously had a lot more appearances, which is why he scored a lot more goals. Yeah, so I think I think Kane's going to catch him up. So arguably the best foreign striker that the Premier League has ever seen. That's controversial because there is only was him or Henri? Well, there's only Aguero, one Henri scored nine more goals than Aguero has. How many goals were on so interest? Probably not that many. Um, he's, I don't think he's, I think he's only just over hundred, isn't he? Hundred and ten. Drop was on hundred and four. He's twenty seventh overall. I'll take it. 
It's because he never, he never scored a lot of goals. He just scored big mm. goals. Nicholas and Elk is above him. He's on 125. That's yeah. two less than Aaron Kane. Is oh, on yeah, but he and, played yeah. for West Brom, Arsenal, Chelsea. Yeah, he's all over the game. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. He has a goal at 109, doesn't he? He has a couple less than Kane. 108. That's a pretty good guess. Oh! That's pretty close. So you think you think that Harry Kane will catch Aguero in the long term? In the long term, so I think... But in terms of this season... Yeah, well, I don't know the criteria of having a goal. Is it just the most... Whoever scores the most goals by the end... Well, in this season... Okay, well, I mean, as far as I know, Harry Kane's pretty good at that, so... But he came yeah. last season fifth, in it. He came fifth and he was injured, injured for Vardy a long time. Yeah, Vardy got 18. But Vardy played pretty much every single game. Yeah. Um, And then obviously he was beaten by... And he was a bit rubbish before Rodgers came in. Like yeah. He'd gone on a bit of like a low streak. That was more the fact that Leicester wasn't set up properly. Yeah, because Pilar was but, awful. Yeah, but after they got that going, they were... Yeah. So you think so you think Kane... I'm going to put forward Kane. Okay. Anybody else want to put forward a different striker? Reese. <clears throat> Raheem Sterling. What? Oh! I was going to say Sterling. No way! I was not expecting that. I was going to say Sterling. Are we allowed, to, are we allowed to both agree? Or? I like the idea of Sterling. Yeah, yeah, no, no, let me... Not... Kidding, it's going to be Pookie. Oh. No, I'm joking. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Oh, so this is, oh, this is, I can't do all this. Do you fair, Pookie continue, continues, he could. Kick it gone, boot. Why? Pookie's Go going to do well. Pookie's going to do a Charlie Arsenal. I reckon he'll get about 18 goals. No, he'll get more no, than that. No, I don't think he'll get yeah, more than that. Yeah, he'll get 20 plus, mate. Okay, he's so, only get four as a two games. Yeah, yeah, play. but it's two. Mitrovic did really well at the start of last season. He got That's 11. Mitrovic, though. Mitrovic. Pookie's on fire. Mitrovic, I mean, Pookie was top. Goal scorer in. He, he destroyed it. Championship. Which was proven in championship before he came up as well. <sighs> okay, players. Right before we get into Pookie, Sterling. Yeah, Graham Sterling. I'm surprised it's come from you because you out of all hate people, Sterling. He gets a lot of chances. He gets a lot of chances, and he's just started to finish. Just started to finish it, and he, if he gets consistent chances like he usually does, and he's finishing it. He's going to get a lot of goals, even though he's not a striker. He already got a hat trick against West Ham. Yeah, so, Pookie got a hat trick. So Can you say that again, please? I really like it when you say that. He already got a hat trick against West Ham. Oh, that's so good. Okay. And obviously, he also scored against Spurs with a fantastic, fantastic header. Okay. So, Kane and Sterling. Anybody Pookie's else? Not a bad shout. Um, Abamyang wouldn't be a bad shout. Mane. Mine did really well. I think Mine is the best voice. forward for um, Liverpool. Mm, I'd agree. I think, I think St- Salah's good, but... I mean, Salah's got the golden boot two seasons in a row. But you get a bit worried about where he's going to dry up eventually. I mean, okay, so the, I mean, obviously the first season he, he scored 32 goals, broke the record. Whereas last season he only scored 22. And obviously he was one of the lowest scoring golden boots for yeah. a few seasons. Um, yeah, for me, no, obviously, he won't score that many. Um, so I think, I think Mike could be a really good shout. He, arguably, other than Sterling and Salah, the best winger in the league. Yeah, but you've already now, you just said he's the third best winger in the league. So why aren't you? Well, no, it depends if he has a good season, because I think any, any of them are probably on par with each other. It depends who has the best season. Because Man City make a lot more chances than Liverpool do. 
But like you said, Sterling gets a lot of chances. He's only just, he's just start finishing most of them. Mm-hmm. Mane finishes more than Sterling does. I mean, Mane got the golden boot last season. Joint golden boot, but he, he was there. He yeah. got the 22 goals. It was more than Sterling. But he also hasn't had the same starts this season as Sterling. So. Yeah, I think the problem with Liverpool is I think they'll do well, but they're more conservative. Like they're more, they're happy to get a couple of goals. They don't really care out. who scores them as well. Yeah. Hence why Mane and Salah both got twenty two last season. Well, yeah. I've got a question. Go on. Will Benteke get more than one goal this season? You know, if you're a Palace fan, otherwise you're fucked. Zara doesn't want to be there. Zara doesn't want to be there. Andrew Town, because Andrew right at times. Well, yeah, he showed moments of uh, promise. He's at Spurs as shit. Mila Hoyevich will score more goals than Benteke. Just like Lennon. There's, there's a reason that Andrus Townsend is ex-Spurs. Because, obviously, Poch didn't think he would cut it. But he's I don't he's not going to win the Golden Boot. Poch is the Lord and Saviour. Don't want to get into the first down lineup. Man with no trophies. Richardson could do well. Ryan, you want to throw any hats into the ring? Or well, not anyone different. I, I'm surprisingly going to agree with Reese again. It's too, sort of, you know, last time I agreed with Reese and anyone who knows us off, off sort of podcast, we, we never agree. So this is really strange. Um, I personally think, yeah, he's he's a much better finisher than he used to be. I think in City, I think City will absolutely walk the league. I think the fact they didn't beat Spurs is, is criminal. I think Spurs have absolutely got away with one. I genuinely do. Which we'll come on to later. <laughs> Which we'll come on to. I think they've absolutely got away with one completely. Like 30, 30 attempts to Tottenham's two. Yeah. I mean, the, that's just... The stat that I mentioned last week was it was the first time that Tottenham have faced 30 shots since yeah. that recording yeah. began. Mm. That's like, that's ridiculous. So I think it's got to be, I think it's got to be a Man City team because I reckon anyone outside, maybe even the, the top six or maybe even the occasion of the top six, they'll, <laughs> they'll score, they'll score, I reckon, maybe three, four goals consistently past them, consistently. And I think the thing that Sterling has over Aguero is that one, I think he's, you know, think I'm not, I'm not trying to jinx or anything, but he tends to stay a lot more fit. Aguero tends to be quite injury prone. At times, yeah. At times, yeah. And um, I think what's happened is obviously Aguero is now sort of, you can see he's only playing, if he's starting, he's playing sort of 70 minutes, minutes. 70 minutes. He's coming off for, for Jesus. Jesus. yeah. So, you know, and I think Sterling, I think Sterling's fit and he's on form, which is the moment. I think he's going to start and he'll play the full 90 minutes. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with Reese, and that I'd be very surprised if it was anyone else. I honestly wouldn't. I honestly would, sorry. I'm, the thing is, if they're beating West Ham 5 they who are one of the, the better non-top six sides. In your opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. If you get a team like Norwich, Newcastle, Palace, mm. they can absolutely back it's gonna, They're going to turn sides. apart. And it's not. And City, City have a tendency to see blood and go for it. They don't sort of take their foot off the gas. They don't really go. They don't do that thing was, like last, Mourinho used to do. It's only 3 0, yeah. Yeah, Mourinho would go, oh, we'll get a goal. Then we'll see it out. Exactly. They just go, I'll go a goal. Let's get another one. I mean, yeah, City almost, I feel like their philosophy is they don't really care how many they concede as long as they score more. They tend to sort of outscore, I know it sounds quite obvious, they tend to outscore teams that was with rather the, than sort of defensively. That was a while with the Liverpool yeah. game a few years ago. Did it in like 4-3 mm. or something? Yeah. yeah. Where they just, both teams could not mm. defend for their lives. Yeah. yeah. But they both just kept scoring goals. So yeah, that's, I think, we stand. I'm surprised that you haven't mentioned Aubameyang. I'm surprised I haven't mentioned Aubameyang. Um, do you think he will have a good season, just yes. not as good as Sterling? Yes, I think he will have a good season. Um, I think 
I guess, I guess Arsenal, they haven't got as many creators in the team as City have. So City have more players to create chances for Sterling, whereas Arsenal only really have Ceballos, Pepe and Lacazette. To make chances well, for Well, that's, that's three players you just mentioned to supply yeah. Bamiang. Yeah, but City have... And you're not mentioning Ozil if he gets into the team. Back I don't think he'll start, though. I think it's Terrera, um, Ceballos and um, Ozil. I think those are the midfield. I think your I think your midfield is Ceballos, Terrera, and even Jacques Guendouzi to make up for your shortcomings uh, in defence. Uh, 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 I saw I'm choking. Jeez, that was honestly no. I think you will because your defence is so appalling. That you you think Guendouzi is a first team player? I don't think. I think he's. No, it's overrated player in the league. Who here thinks Gwendouzi is a first team player? No, I don't think he's a good. I think I'm sitting there saying, I don't know who that is. Okay, yeah. okay. No, that's, oh, that. he's the other one with big hair. That's, oh, you know the other one? <laughs> no, and so. You... That's not. Just saying, you said he's not a good defensive midfielder. No, you said he's not first team quality. No, he just said he's not a good defensive I think he has good potential, but I don't think he's a good defensive that's, midfielder. That's what you have to remember, he's 20. He's not in a level of yeah. someone like Ross. No, I realise I realise his age, and I realise he has potential. But in this current moment in time, yeah, he's not a good. He's not. No, no, no. Team. Oh, yeah, you've used that word again. He is a good player. It's just like any any Spurs player is a good player. They're all good player. Any Premier League player is a good player, apart from Benteke. Um, but what did he do to you? <laughs> he scored. Against, you he scored against. He got his only goal against Arsenal last season. That's what he did to me. All right. I'm <laughs> Prick. <laughs> Fucking prick. Do you like Do you tissue? Does anyone else like Charleston? No, no, I don't know. No, I've got here. Charleston, no. Hala, no. So, what do we have? Do, do you want to do so a brief, have, like, do we have outside shout in his name? No. Vardy. I mean, yeah, Vardy. Vardy Hala. will score lots of goals, but he won't get the golden boot. So, we've got. What two for Sterling? Two for Sterling yeah. We've got two for Kane. Yeah, I'd probably go more Sterling. You're gonna go Sterling. So we actually How got has three no one for gone Sterling. for a Liverpool player? Liverpool came. Oh, you said Mane. Okay, but okay, true, true, true. But Liverpool, Liverpool came second last season, and two of their players got golden boot. Yes. How many? How many golden boots did um, City get last season? No. Yeah, we get that. So why? But... So why do we seem to think that? And this is included, this is me including as well. Why do we seem to think that I'm not for some reason this season City are going to get the golden boot? No, I think they'll be there. Like I think Liverpool will be there in. I the think Mane will have the best season out of all three. He's the, he's the best winger they have or best forward player they have. You know what's funny is that Salah and um, Mane are wingers. Firmino is a striker. Firmino doesn't really yeah, Firmino sort of drops back. No, he, he, he places like a false nine and he holds yeah. up the ball. True. He drops back True. and gets them who, the play. Firmino is that weak link, isn't he? No, in he's... That, in that front three. No. no I think he is. I think he is. Who was the first game of the season? Who did they play against? Norwich. 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 Right. You watched them against... I watched the game. Norwich. I watched the game. Was it Norwich or was it actually on my thing of the Super Cup? There was a game where he didn't start, and they brought him on, and the second they brought him on, they scored. He's and a system he player. Start, he started against Norwich, because the first goal against Yeah, yeah so it'll be the Super Cup then. They brought him in on the Super Cup, and as soon as they brought him on, he set up that goal. He's a system player. He works as a system. He's not one of those strikers you chuck into a team who will score those goals. I just don't think he's that great. That's he's, my opinion. I think he's, he's good at his role. 
Yeah, he's not he's not a prolific goal scorer, but he's he's there to do but the he job. He is the weaker link out of those three. It depends how you look at it. In terms of goal scoring, he is. But okay, in terms of okay. what he's there for. Okay, out of those three players, who would you most want? Well, Who's the second player you'd most want? Salah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's a weak link. He's there for well, he yeah, yeah, but West Ham doesn't. If he's your third choice, yeah, but someone's got, got to be. Someone's someone, got to someone, be the someone has link. to be. Yeah, yeah he, he is the someone, weaker link. No, someone has to be the third choice. They don't have to be the weaker yeah. link. But okay. also, West Ham don't play the same way Liverpool do, so we don't want. We wouldn't use Firmino. Whereas you got Salah or Mane, they'll score goals anyway. You should come in either way. Even if, say, if you had Anderson, Haller, Salah, we would score more goals. Okay, so so what have we got? So we've got two for Sterling, two for Kane, and. Okay, Mane. You're going Mane. Okay. So the three clubs that we reckon mm. will finish. In Champions League football, we've got a fair spread there. Nah, Tottenham will ball it. Tottenham will ball it. Okay, thank you for that expert opinion, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, sassy Big George takes out his appendix. He's <laughs> craving a trophy. So, moving on into the Sheffield Wednesday segment, Nile segment. Yep. Um, because we're pre-recording this week, obviously we can't discuss the results. So, what I'm going to do... Or what I have done is I've come up with a few questions about Sheffield Wednesday's history. Oh boy. And I'm going to quiz you. Um, it's a multiple choice. It is multiple choice. This will be interesting then. So I'll give you three answers and then um, obviously, yeah. You and a question. Obviously. <laughs> like, no, I was just going to give you three answers and you can just. I'll that's, come, that's, up, I'll come <laughs> up with a question. That's what you have oh, to I should have done that. That would have been really good. Um. You just give me an idea for a good question now. Okay, well, I only have four at the moment. So, um, first question, and you guys can join in as well. But obviously, no, I'm all right. we'll let we'll let. Oh, that's fine. Then. You don't have to. But um, we'll let Noel go first, and then uh, I want to see what uh, if you guys. I already know one question, so I'll answer. All right, okay. After. All right. So, um, question one: When was Sheffield Wednesday founded? Wednesday. So. <laughs> was it a Monday? <laughs> this is what I mean. Another <laughs> dead joke. Okay, so option A, eighteen sixty-seven. So your three options are option A, eighteen sixty-seven, right. option B, eighteen seventy-two, right. or option C, eighteen seventy-four. So that's or D, ten sixty-six. Another dead joke. <laughs> <laughs> So you're just getting you back for last time. Oh, you joke. <laughs> All right. Um, so 67, 72, um, or 74. Always I'm go middle. Always go with option B. Always go middle. That's why I did my stats. <laughs> you're going to go option B. I think it's 72. Are you, you going to ask anyone else? Yeah, go on. I think it could be option C. So it's one of those two because they're so close yeah. together. So you think it's 74? Yeah. What do you think? A. I is, think it's 67. Is that because you've seen over my shoulder? Okay, now you've just told us the answer. That's now. fine. No, it wasn't the fact that I've seen over your shoulder, but you didn't want to guess. He guessed A as well. I didn't. I was gonna say B. I was <laughs> gonna oh, at least he's honest. Okay. So not a point there. It was A, was it? Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, your so quiz. it's 1867. Yeah, okay. Um, nice. How many trophies have Sheffield Wednesday won? Three, five, or eight? Ooh, some high numbers there. Mm. Competitive. <laughs> I'm gonna go with B five. 
B5. Anyone else? I think it's 8. You think it's 8? Yeah. I'm always positive it's 8. Reese. How many what do you options? Oh, oh, oh for fuck's sake. Three, five, and eight. Eight. You need one eight? Yeah. Eight. Eight. But you said there was another option. Yeah. Unless it's the right answer, which is eight. <laughs> it's eight. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of cheated, so I was looking up the thing earlier. Yeah, you saw I it. I saw it. Yeah, I knew. I could see on your smug face when you said eight. Because it's like one league cup, three <laughs> FA cups, four. So, so far, seasons. it's been option A and option C. Yeah, and I've gone for B and B. And you've gone for B and B. Bed and breakfast. And you've been, and you've been so wrong every time. Middle class. <laughs> so when did Sheffield Wednesday win their first trophy? Sheffield Wednesday. Wednesday. When did Sheffield Wednesday win their first trophy? <laughs> Are you I just really got the name. Wednesday. When? Next they'll be asking where. Sheffield Wednesday. Spoilers. Um... When did Sheffield Wednesday... He's looking at us already. Oh, I, I can't... No, I'm not going to do that one. When did Sheffield Wednesday win their first trophy? Fucking hell, you're going to keep asking it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not that one no, that goes right. Because you keep talking to <laughs> me. Why are you going like alternate names? <laughs> You've said it five times. <laughs> Part number six. When did Sheffield Wednesday... <laughs> Sorry. Number seven. I'm using the first one anyway. Why? Shit, Wednesday. Wednesday, fuck's sake. You might not get the clip, it's on my laptop. Oh my god, because this is relevant. I can never find the clip. Banging. So, question three When did Sheffield wins? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when did Wednesday win their first trophy? <laughs> What? When did Sheffield Wednesday win their first trophy? Is it option A, 1896, B, 1903, or C, 1929? I'm going to go with B again. So it's got to be B eventually, 1903. Are you going with B? Yeah. Are you sure you want to go with B? Yeah, maybe A, but I'm thinking B. Final answer. Final answer B. When do you think Sheffield Wednesday won their first trophy? I think it's definitely pre turn of the century. So you need option A? Yeah, option A. A. You think it's A? Should have changed it to A. Oh, fuck. It's 1896. Final question. Which trophy was their first trophy? In 1896. In 1896. Yeah. Was it A? Was it the Audi Cup? How do you manage that? Nice. <laughs> Audi hadn't been invented then, George. Oh, sorry. Was it option A, Division 1 slash Premier League, B, the FA Cup, or C, the League Cup? Well, so far I've gone for B every time, and I've been wrong every time. Uh, which sort of tells me that I ought to go for B again, but I'm going to guess A. So you think that they won the Division 1 slash Premier League first? Yeah, it was Division 1 back then. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it was in 1896, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you think Division 1. Anybody else want to have a, a guess? Was it the Audi Cup? No. <laughs> no, then it was it the FA Cup? Agreed. What was it? FA Cup. You think, it, you think FA Cup? Was it the FA Cup? Mm -hmm. Safety in numbers, I'll go FA Cup. Um... 
It was if we got. You should have gone option B. All right, that's good. <laughs> so a solid zero out of four now. Oh, <laughs> it's a good effort. It's yeah. it's fine as long as you remember all of this stuff. That's I will. Fine. I will. Um, you can ask me next time, even though that's going to be in two weeks. Yeah. I will retest you. I'll come up with some more questions for you. So on that on that shocking note, we'll move on to our second discussion of the podcast, replacing the. Um, fixtures results this week so george you wanted to have a discussion about var so oh, you, don't get me started. you did a post the other day i did um, do a post the other day so do you want to just tell everyone about the current situation of var basically everyone on instagram twitter facebook is just whinging all the time about how var so unfair because it does a really good job at what it's supposed to do because what it's supposed to do is like you know Look at what mistakes are being made, and make sure the correct decisions are made during games, which is what it's doing fully well. And everyone's moaning because the decisions are going, are going against their teams. When you say their teams, what you really mean is Man City and Liverpool fans. Yeah, basically, and then everyone else is going. Well, it's ruining the sport because we have to stop for two minutes to look at VAR, which is just them finding something to whine at. Because the exact same people last season would whinge if the wrong decision was made against their team. So. You- the thing that I saw someone argue on Twitter is that the biggest impact that it has is on the atmosphere in the stadium because you don't now know whether to celebrate the goal or not because you don't know if it's actually a goal, whether it's actually going to be allowed because it could... Yeah, you don't know, because you don't know whether it's going to be a goal or not. So it's affecting the atmosphere at the ground and it's, you know, people don't know whether to celebrate or I whether... Do- I did that aspect of it. If you're in the ground and you're a bit confused as to where like, you can celebrate, I, saw one, I completely get... I saw one person say that they'd rather have some of the goals that shouldn't be goals count as goals because it, they'd rather have the atmosphere. Yeah, I, I get... I get. If you're in the ground, it's a bit annoying. But a lot of people are complaining. I'll point ones who don't go to the ground because they're the ones who are complaining like there and then on their phone. So surely they've not paying that much attention anyway. This, this person... Um, Dan Fronty in particular is somebody that goes every week. They're a Spurs fan, weirdly, and VAR actually worked against them. Oh, uh, I, know, I know West Ham fans were complaining about Sterling's goal getting ruled out last week. But the thing is, it shouldn't with with the so with the Sterling goal. Obviously, when they've drawn the line to see if he's offside, they've gone from his armpit, and it is so fractional. It's millimeters. It's absolutely like it's so tight. The thing is, but the thing is, he's offside. Yeah, he's offside, so it's the correct decision. Same with the handball ruling. It was a handball, as according to the new rules, it's a handball. Yeah, I think the problem is that VAR isn't the um, isn't really the problem. It's the new rulings. That's the, the problem. new ruling. Um, Nile, have you seen? Did you see how close the offside was? Yes. Yeah. So you, this you've seen this picture. Yeah. Um, it's got a purple line. Yeah. So the blue the blue line that I'm showing uh-huh. you now is where the defender is, and you see that it's marking that West Ham defender, and then the red line is Sterling, and people are complaining that that shouldn't that it should be a goal, mm-hmm. even though he is offside, as you can see here, because it's so fractional. Well, the thing is, this is sort of the evolution of football as the technology gets better isn't it i mean before they had cameras it would just be on the decision of the people who saw it mm-hmm. 
and then they had cameras and they and then they could go they could we could watch replays and this is just the natural course of things things are going to get more and more minute as technology develops and people are going to have to put up with it but then there's going to have to be a discussion about whether um the spirit of the game's lost in that because as i've heard people complaining which is pro possibly quite right to complain about it just it makes you wonder whether or not it's a goal so you have to wait to celebrate and then you lose something in that the problem is like again it was like when they introduced goal line technology it was one of those things that well people obviously thought it was a good thing obviously you, you there's still a there's still a fraction where you have to wait for the ref to say it's a goal obviously it's not as long as var but the amount of goals that were scored that didn't count before because the liner couldn't see it there's the one the the famous one against Spurs, where he scored against Manu from the halfway line, and the linesman couldn't see it. He went about three yards over the line, and he caught it. And obviously, there's Frank Lampard in the World Cup as well against Germany. Um, but it's just—it's one of those things that you have to accept. It's going to be clunky at first, and it will progress. Ryan, what do you think? Um, so I'm actually, for the, obviously people who don't know, so I'm actually a cricket fan. I know it's going to. This is sort of a bit off topic, but it's interesting you say about the atmosphere. Because it is is virtually mandatory every time that a wicket is taken in cricket that they always check the front foot no ball, mm -hmm. and uh, linking back to football, obviously you know they check VAR, and on it does it does not affect the atmosphere at all. It really doesn't. That's just in Perth's experience anyway. Uh, and also, I think I think that you know a lot of the time, I've, I'd almost link it to you know how sometimes when they score a goal and the first thing players do is look at the linesman. Mm -hmm. You I, you could say that that's similar. Mm -hmm. You can see that's and I and that doesn't really affect the atmosphere, does it? But no. a lot of times players score, the first thing they do is they check the line those before they start celebrating. Uh, but actually, talking about VAR itself is it was brought in place to to overrule um, to you know, to check and you know overturn decisions if the officials have made a clear error. Mm -hmm. And looking at that photo, that is not a clear error. But it's it still is, an error. It is an error. No, but it's not clear. It's got, it's got to be a, le a level of discussion. It's so, got to be an element of discretion, surely. So obviously, the line, the linesman has not flagged for that because he hasn't been able to see it. But I would not say, looking at that, I would not say that that, that is the, the linesman has made a clear error. That isn't you telling me that's a clear error. No, but also part of VAR is that when a goal is scored, which is what follows this, it is automatically checked. So yeah. if Sterling had missed. And it'd gone out for a corner. It'd still been a corner. They wouldn't have checked to see whether it was offside then or not. Right. But the fact that it's a goal means it was checked. It's like it, exactly the same thing that happened in the Spurs Man City game, where the ball hit Laporte's arm, which under the new rules means it's a handball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but if Hazy, that, that, that's not VAR. That's the handball. No, but the... also, but if Jesus hadn't put it in the net, which is the biggest thing, is people loads of the argument for the uh, why the Man City one shouldn't have been ruled out is purely because. Nobody on the pitch realised that it was a handball, but okay. that's not the point, is it? Because <laughs> no, it no, was no, a handball. No, but the Man, the Man City goal, I can see more because that is a clear error by the referee. He's he's, he's missed a handball, but he's, it, he's missed it offside. Yeah, but that's not clear. But neither was the handball. If I if think it, it was, if a top, if it had hit a Tottenham player's hand, it would have counted. The funny thing, it actually, it if it, it would have, if it had hit the Spurs player's arm. As well as Laporte's. No, 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 no. Been... That's not what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, no, if it had just. So just hit a Spurs Oliver Skip arm, was the player yeah. that challenged Laporte for the ball. So if it hit Oliver Skip's arm and then fallen into Jesus, yeah, it had counted. It wouldn't have been a penalty. Which is. <sighs> it's silly. The, the thing is, 
I think a lot of the issue. I think a lot of the issues as well comes from the fact that there's teams that previously got away with a lot of things are now getting caught out for it. So the last season, a lot of teams like Man City. So this is a new rule. No, no, it's, it's Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal. Teams. teams like that last season, a lot of referees would be worried about doing decisions against those teams. Even Spurs, they get worried about doing it against those teams because they're so big. So there's a lot of times, like last season, West Ham had a, we lost 1 0 to City just due to a penalty, which wasn't a penalty. But the referee is so worried about making a decision against the big teams. It impacts smaller teams. I think you're basing that off of you just being salty. No, yeah, not. I, I agree. I'm not gonna. Lie. You see it quite a lot. I no, love. I don't. I don't think referees go. Oh, I don't really want to. Don't really want to. It happens. Put it against Arsenal because they're such a big team. No, it does happen. A lot. And of West Ham, they just don't. I mean, they wouldn't do that with Arsenal. How funny. But <laughs> it does not go no, through a referee's in that split moment of time. It does not go through a referee's mind how big the club is. Yeah, it does. No, it does. It does. It does. It you don't support small teams. You don't know what it's like. Oh. If you support, oh, oh, oh moments like that. Oh. He's actually no, no, but if you support your team, shit. No, if you support a team that's not a top six team, it does happen. I know. If I you talk to fans one. from those teams, no, yeah, you do. <laughs> it doesn't. We turn around and categorically say there's more pressure on if you rule a goal off offside against Man City than if you rule it against Norwich. You can't categorically say that a referee contemplates. As he's making a decision, how big a club is, because he doesn't want to get backlash from the fans. Yes, they do. They happen against Liverpool. No, <sighs> Liverpool. When they um, when we drew them one all last season, they. they yeah, again, it's you. It's you. It, it is you. Most it's not. Clubs. It's not just happening against West Ham. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> We get angry. Yeah. At? I know. We're laughing at that, oh, you dick. Yeah, no, 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 say sorry on the podcast now. No, well, it's not going to end the podcast. What's the Bob? Bob. Why are you trying? <laughs> what is up? What's, What's happened? Up? What's up? Nothing. Are you going to be hungover? No. It's I'm not shitting on West Ham. I like their kit. George lost the argument. Uh, what argument? Where do you stand on it? <laughs> Where do I stand on VAR? Where do you stand on the idea that referees favour big teams? I mean, I've never refed a Premier League game, but as somebody that has reft games yeah at you know sunday league level yeah i don't get impacted by the fact that it's a big club in terms of you know on that small yeah, scale you, you can't no i am not a bigger club you yeah, know there's really. no money yeah, but, in that yeah, but I'm, what i'm saying is that I'm, I'm from the perspective of somebody that has reft i don't let i haven't let like i've done i've been to so obviously they're local cup finals but there are spectators right and so you have you know you have that influence like parents still get angry when their kids don't like when something happens to their kids right or when a goal even even though it's, it's sunday league well, no one cares you can even no see one it. no one cares when your kid concedes in the under 11 except the parents do and they do give grief right and you don't let that get to you. It's the same sort of thing. Like, why Why should the ref, who's in the middle of the field, let all those fans in the stadium give him grief? It doesn't... It shouldn't affect him. Yeah, but you could even see in the Man City-West Ham game last week when you had Rodri kick up all the West Ham players to the point that Haller and Anderson missed the games this week because they were injured because of what Rodri had done. And then as soon as Rice did it once, he got a yellow card. 
It does happen. Refs do favour yeah, the, the large no, teams. No, no ref and two ref, refs act differently, don't they? I don't. There's an element of human nature and the element of discretion where some, some refs like to follow the rule book exactly as they are. Yeah, but and some of them tend to be a lot more... No, I get that. ...use but, uh, their discretion. And that, and that might sort of link in to where you, you sort of deceive that... No, I, I get that bigger teams are sort of favoured by referees. But what I'm saying is it's the same referee in one game. Right. Yeah, Rodri kick up all the players on our... Well, all, most right. of the players on our team. He should have got a yellow card. Okay. Then you have Declan Rice does the exact same thing. Yeah. One or two times. Yeah. He gets a yellow card for it. Yeah, but you've got to remember as well is that obviously refs are human and they are susceptible to making mistakes. Well, that's the question is, is do you bring in a machine that's capable of... Um, not making those human errors and therefore keeping the rules because there is but how I mean, far do you go with it's it still, it's still human on the other end of the yeah. system of the VAR system so there's still you basically end up with well it's not fourth official but you know what I mean like there's a there's another person that is looking at the decisions but it's only key decisions it's only it's only when goals are scored it's only for like red cards and stuff like that the, the issue with football is either way you're going to get refs who are biased towards clubs mm. No matter yeah. what, no matter what, you're gonna have somebody who prefers Man United over Spurs. Yeah, but I think that's getting away from the point of VAR. Go on, Reese. This is this is literally the the problem. You have one thing that people complain about consistently, and that's that's about getting re- getting results wrong because of or maybe a goal shouldn't have counted because something was offside, or there was a foul in the build up, or there's a handball there, or something went wrong. You get so many complaints about the referee doing something wrong. They decide, oh, okay, we're finally going to change this, put VAR in. You put VAR in, and people are still complaining about it. Don't get me wrong, there's going to be teething problems. There's always going to be problems with you know, something that's new. The problem I have as a fan is the fact that they have changed so many rules. They put VAR in, brilliant, okay, great. But you've changed so many rules that just did not need changing. So let's take a couple of years ago, they changed the kickoff rule. Yeah. What, how does that affect the game, really? Well, the, I think the argument was that you didn't need two people there for the kickoff. Therefore, there was no point keeping that as a thing. Okay. The second thing, second uh, second rule that's been changed this year. Why are we now allowed to have players go into the box and on a goal on a goal kick from your own team? I don't. I don't really get little changes like that. Like, what are you adding to the game? It's what are you taking away from the that, game? Again, that rule is supposed to help you be able to play out from the back. So it's supposed to be able to give your team more options because before you have to stand quite a way away from your goalkeeper, but now it allows you to get closer to the goalkeeper, allows you to play out, allows you to be a little bit more spread and not sounds quite like, as far pushed Sounds like field. boring football to me. So I think I think the rule is sort of implemented to the complete opposite. You know, because the problem is, is you get a big hoof, takes no skill, and then it's 50-50 who gets it. I mean, they're just or, trying to bring more teams into the or game. Or you do play out short. Well, people, right. play it, people were playing it out short anyway. Yeah, I know. So, might as well just make it... like it doesn't. It's not really a rule it's that It's not going to fundamentally impact on the game. The only, the only, the only real rule that the, that affects is the fact that before, if the ball didn't leave the box, right, and then it... The, no. So, the, the example they always give is if the goalkeeper kicked it and then there's a gust of wind and it went in the back of the net, if it didn't leave the box, then it wouldn't be a goal. But obviously now... You'd have to worry about the ball leaving the net. So it's the second the keeper kicks it. Oh, brilliant! So that's uh, the adding, only... adding the wind to the game. So the goal scorer was the wind minute seven. Well, actually, be an own goal from the goalkeeper. Brilliant. 
but you know that that's the only thing that's really affected but i think i don't i don't see how it's a negative thing by changing it so that teams can choose to play out from the back no i'm just want. saying i'm just saying like what really are you benef- benefiting from changing that one little rule just leave it how it is. Yeah, but what you leave, well, leave football, football how you, you it is. To, no, no, I do get. What I, was what was wrong with the game? Nothing was wrong with the game. So why are you changing something that doesn't need fixing? Well, did it need fixing? It no, didn't, it didn't need not fixing though. There's no, there's no negative to but not what, having it. Well, yeah. it's, it's like having a machine that's working. It's, a po- it's positive <clears throat> progression though, isn't it? And the thing is, that's what doesn't really matter. For what positive? It's, in what way? So for example, like the new goalkeeper rule, where like if it's a penalty, you're not allowed to. Move off your line. No, that's that's, a, that's always been a rule. No, that has, that has, that's that's always you're, been a you're rule. always that supposed to stand with two it's two feet on the line. They've changed it so you only have to have one foot on the line, but they're being more strict on the fact that it has to be you have to have your one foot on the line. One, one, of course, is one thing then against Adrian the uh, super One thing that really grinds my gears every single time I watch any kind of professional football game, foul throws. All the time, Sunday league, you get caught up for it every single time. You take a slightly, slightly wrong foul throw, maybe your legs just come up, or you haven't put it all the way behind your head, or you haven't released the ball soon enough. You get caught up for it in Sunday league. Premier league, nothing. Constantly, you'll it's see two, three, four foul throws, and they just don't give a shit. The problem is referees in the Premier League aren't that good. We no, know you can't. No, no, we all know. That's why they don't. You don't see him There's a Champions reason they're in the Premier League because they yeah. are the best. Yeah, but you don't see him ref Champions League games. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Not often, not very often. Oh, I don't think an English one did actually ref one last year, did yeah, they? Yeah, that's because we've been in the Champions League final, though. Do you know? Yeah, but, you've been, the yeah, but then the, the last time, did the, well, the last time one Mark, did it what's his name, was Mark? Um, Mark was that? Mark Mark Oliver in the Juventus game. No, no, Mark. And then he got, he got slated because what? he made the wrong decision. Well, oh, not the wrong yeah. decision, he made a no, controversial Mark, decision. Who's your guy, Mark? Because it was when... Um, Mark Plattenberg. Mark Plattenberg. He's, done the, he's done the World Cup final. But you, you no, you're, 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 thinking, you're thinking of Howard Webb. No, no, no. no that's Mark Plattenberg's right. done a final. Champions that's League two. Final or something. English referees. You didn't get any English referees. You didn't get any English referees in the World Cup. You did. You didn't. There's none who played in the Premier League. Or there's none who refed in the Premier League. Okay, probably busy. Year before that and year before that, you definitely did. We have the best referees in the world. 100%. No, no, we don't. Yes, we do. No, yeah. we don't. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we we do. We I do. Th- I'm sorry, but we do. I, I, just because West Ham have lost a couple of games because of some bad decisions yeah, but not just West Ham, doesn't mean you can go clubs. around and say we've got shit referees. I think we're getting away from the point here. Like, the, point, the point and the discussion was at VAR. Well, VAR's not the issue, so that's why we're not discussing So VAR's it. not the issue. So we all agreed that so, VAR so is a good thing. So we're saying that VAR is a good thing. So we want yeah. VAR to stay. You want VAR to stay? Or would you want football to stay as it is? Stay in the stone I age? want VAR to stay, but it has to be improved upon. In some oh, aspects. Yeah. It's got it will be problems. improved. It's always it's got team problems. problems. It's like the first game with VAR, they had problems with the microphones. Yeah. Straight away. Like little little things like that. It, it will take time. It will, it will get better. Oh, no. And people get used to it. In the Bundesliga, they've had VAR in last season, yeah. and they've already started to reduce how much they use it. Because originally it was like how it is over here, but they've started like, I mean, they've, it's either they've started doing what they're doing cricket, where you have to like ask for them to check it, mm. or it's like they've just reduced how much right. they can actually check for VAR. So that's a nice little segue onto the next point that I was going to make. So the next question I was going to ask was, are there any sort of rules or changes? that you think should be made to the sport. So, um, 
Ryan, I'm going to look at you for your cricket point here. Yeah, so in cricket, um, the captains, uh, basically they have a cricket version of um, VAR. It doesn't really have a name. It's just um, just like the third umpire. And um, basically the captains are allocated, however, depending on how long the format is, they get uh, more sort of reviews. So in the longer formats, you get two, and in the short ones, you get one. Uh, and basically, it's up to the the captain's discretion of either team when they decide to uh, implement the, you know, use the you know the cricket version of VAR. So obviously, a lot of them are on LBWs. I'm still not going to get into that too much. So obviously, people don't understand it. And I just think it, you know, it's better because, like like you were saying, how many of the Tottenham players appealed for handball? Yeah, none of them appealed for handball. None of them appealed for handball. So yeah. I think I think that the rule that I would implement anyway is I'd, I'd bring a similar system to that into play. And I'd say maybe either won a half or won the whole game, and the captain or, or maybe even the manager gets to sort of use it on well, their thing. In cricket, isn't it a case of if you use it and you're correct, then you get to keep it? Yeah. And if you use it and you're wrong, you, then lose, you it. lose it. It's the same as tennis, they have the same system as okay. tennis. So, do we think that should be implemented alongside Volley? Because do we think that it should still be checking the goals? Well, uh, I, I, I think, to be honest with you, it, in a lot of cases, a lot of games are 1-0. And I think when a goal does go in, I think a lot of the time, You'd captains, like anyway. away captains would probably use VAR in that situation anyway. I think, but I think it I think it make it a lot easier. Because I think the problem with VAR is because it's, it's, it seems like every decision, and obviously I think everyone wants the right decision at the end of the day, because no one wants to be, almost, not, not necessarily cheated, but no one wants to be almost robbed of a goal. But I can't imagine how City fans felt yeah, I feel like I I get that they probably feel like they were robbed of three mm, points. Yeah, but also under the new rules, yeah, it's a handball. But the problem is like like you were saying about the spect the spectator stuff is it is every, literally every decision. The thing is, wasn't wasn't the last minute of the game basically yeah. that happened. Either way, if they've not used their decision anyway, they're they're bar. But the thing in. is, they would have used they, they, they would have anyway. used it then anyway. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. they would have gone, oh well, we're but, down. But but then it makes it interesting because then what what would have happened if earlier on and they only get one a game and earlier on. Kane had gone down in the box, <coughs> is in the in the Man City box, and they'd have gone. Well, that was a penalty. I think I think it would be better off being used alongside the current stuff for right. things that. But then, but then, I, then, then I think it almost takes the the point away from it because well, because I think I think most goals that go concede the what sort of the conceding captain would look at the ref and go check that. I think I think as well. If you allow people to decide when they're going to do it, it gets rid of some of the controversy. Mm. I mean, because in this case of they've asked to check it, it's, yeah, the, the error has been found. Because I think the problem was that none of the Tottenham fans actually, no, sorry, none of the Tottenham players are. I think if the Tottenham players would have all sort of looked at each other, sort of all you know, signalling handball and stuff like that, would have made more sense. But the problem is, I felt they were second. Uh, they were all checking it just for just because the sake they had VAR. I think part of it is also they don't really uh, a lot of the players. And the fans didn't really know about the rule until True. this incident True. So happened. So what is the new rule? Is it, is, if, if it, it touches you anywhere. Okay. If it touches you on the hand, accidental or deliberate. Well, I think, I think, I think maybe VAR is not the problem. I think maybe that, that would be the problem. Yeah. I, mean, so I think the best example, though, again, it's still in that game, mm. is there was an incident in the first half where Lamella was climbing all over the back of... I think it was Rodri. I think it was Rodri. And he pulled them to the ground and they didn't check it for VAR mm. and when you look at it on the replay it's a definite penalty yeah so that's what I mean so the, you, the problem is it's not clear what VAR checks for every time but yeah. in uh, the World Cup they checked for it on Kane 
when Kane got brought down in the box. Well, 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 well like I said, the VAR was put in place to hide, you know, to correct any error made by the referee, and surely that was a, that was an error made by an official. It's, it's not in every it's error though. It's 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 for it's they, they don't, wanna, things, they don't want side. to overuse it. Right. So it is. This is why they're looking at at goals and red cards. Do you have, do you have a change you could do? Is it checks everything? Even like fouls. Yeah, but the problem with that, the problem with that is, I think you almost get a system almost similar to American football, where American football is. is I might be wrong. I don't. I don't watch a lot of American football, but from what I gather, it's twelve minute quarters, and there's four of them. Yet, because of all the breaks and stuff like that, the games last three, four hours. It's very stop start. Yeah, and it's, and, 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 and it's and all think, about making up small mm, yeah. amounts of ground. And I think the problem with that is that if you implement that football, obviously you lose the fluidity. So how are teams, teams like Manchester City, I mean, obviously I know, I know Barcelona aren't in the Premier League, but if it was coming in the Champions League, it might be in, is it in the Champions League? Yeah. Yeah, so, and you know, that's going to completely, and you know, how, how are they going to get into, you know, say for example, West Ham are building up rhythm, but every five minutes you get a VAR check. For, for I think what it should be is, it's like, like the idea of having you can only have so many mm. calls for it. You have, say, like five calls, five or six calls. That's that'd be but far, that'd be far no, but, you, but you could do it for any issues. So if, right. if there's an issue you see that keeps happening, so like, say with the Rodri thing where he keeps kicking up your players, mm. and eventually Pellegrini goes, right, well, this kept happening, I want this checked. Mm. He can ask for it to be checked, and then rather than go, okay, yeah, this is But then what would you do? Just start, start giving... But but in that I think that would be a bad situation too far because what would they say? Put they, would they say, oh well, you know that was ten minutes ago, but I've missed it now, so I'm going to give you a retrospective yellow card. No, or, no, or, I mean, or, or, I mean, or, do, or do you then say, well now I've looked and seen he's doing he's doing it, I'm now going to be extra vigilant that he's doing and it. Also, I mean, then, I mean then more then like if it, if it, then they'll, they'll stop doing it, they won't do it anymore. I mean more like if it's kept happening, and right. eventually you go, it happens again, eventually you go, okay, he's done it again, he's done it five or six times. Mm. I want the ref to call this up. But that's only looking at the one incident then. It's not looking at the previous one. Yeah, but, yeah, but then if that's bad enough where you've gone, right, well, he's done it so many times, he's, this is even worse. Yeah, but then I, I think that then falls into the category that George was talking about, like, you know, your bookings and your goals. I mean, the only things you should really do are sort of dangerous plays, which probably come under bookings. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when you sort of, you know, a lot of the time when you used to get um, sort of off the ball incidences, I think they should be VAR checked. You know, when you, a lot of you know off camera, you know, mm-hmm. a player goes down, and then the camera zooms to him holding his face, and someone's giving him a massive elbow. He's gone up for a header, or as he's running, you know, no one's seen it. So that should be good. And then goal, goals and penalties, and I think that's all it should be useful. I don't think anything else. I, I think that'd be it. The problem is it depends what you define as dirty play. Because if you have someone who has been aggressive most of the game, but mm-hmm. they've still not got a card. Well, that's what's good about the English game. It is a lot more physical. It is to a degree, but then you have to have. Standards that go for everyone. Yeah. So you can't have like say one person on one team get punished for doing something that someone else has been doing all game and not been punished for. Well, the thing about this coming in is it makes everything really clear cut. Apart from the example you gave, where it's millimeters, but um, it makes most things clear cut whether it was right or wrong. What happens to things? What What's the point of the advantage rule? The ref plays an advantage. The point is that. Um, you've been fouled but you still have yeah. the ball so if you if, if you get fouled but you still have the ball and there's still an opportunity this, yeah. then they just let it carry so on so how would you define opportunity because the thing is if you think things are getting more defined it tend, you tend to give it if something's uh, like you tend to box. give it about five right 
if they've progressed from their position mm-hmm. or they carry on passing the ball and they start going towards the other goal and they don't lose the ball in the next like five, six, seven seconds, then that tends to be advantage played. If the ball goes to the, the same team and then they get tackled immediately, then they haven't had an advantage, have they? So you pull it back to the free kick. Okay. Does that make sense? So... I get what you're saying then, man, because I think Niall's more talking about the language there. Well, and about the, the sort of vague wording is that what you're yeah talking? it is I guess in a, in a what, way what it's, it's very up it's very much up to the referee's discretion yeah, yeah. and then that, that's in the that, thing in, about in the case, human element yeah so the human element and then sort of take away VAR if you if you, if you the issue will always be if, the human you take, element of it I mean if you, is, t- if you take away the referee well, I think the then it does become very much black also, and white you don't have to about the game don't you yeah which is my only thought against VAR Thing is, the video will tell the truth. The thing is, I was, having, like, I was just having discussions on Instagram about it the other day, and the thing is, say it because they were saying they, they enjoy the fact that like if you have a wrong decision get made, and it makes it all controversial. But then I was like to them, well, that only works if it's not your team yeah. playing. So if, if say you're watching Spurs Man City, mm. and for, so for us when that happens, it's like oh that's quite interesting. It doesn't really bother us. It's not, yeah, it's not but then say if it's Chelsea West Ham. Mm. And VAR, VAR isn't there, and it's a clear. You've say West Ham has scored a clearly offside goal. VAR isn't there. That's unlikely. West Ham scored. Say, oh yeah, Chelsea then. Chelsea then. That's even more unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> um, say, say it happens. Someone scores an offside goal. It's clearly offside. The ref's not called it off. Linesman's not called it off. Right. You would have won VAR in that situation. Yeah. Especially if it's like that's the only goal of the game. You've then lost two points because of it, or even three. Mm, I just, uh... You'd want it as your team, which is that's, that's why like City fans are getting so upset. It's, it's a lot of decisions have been well, well, the problem is right. Is it is it what I'm? And this is obviously I'm sort of not where obviously I, I follow football quite briefly, but I also have how does the VAR actually work? Is it a case of because obviously I know that there's someone who's in a box and they watch the game, and do they because in in cricket I don't want to keep bringing it back to cricket, but in in you know in cricket they have the guy in the box and the guy set the, so they review it uh, the guy the guy then makes the decision if that makes sense so the guy in the other box makes the decision he then relays it onto the the, the, the umpire yes it right will. or or but is it so I've, what happens does, does the VAR does he say oh can I look at that again or what's he say with football usually what it is is either the refs asked them what did you see from that right is that is there an issue it, with that can you mm. let me know or sometimes the VAR people go. There's been an issue with this, you've right. missed it. So what, so what I think it. should happen is I think that instead of, what they should do is instead of having that on sort of the cricket system, I reckon what should happen is the refs should say, you know, can I can I re-watch that incident? So that's when like, the world got. Right, so yeah, because that's what I thought happened, because obviously the referee would run to the screen, he'd have a look and he'd then make a they've, decision. They've not done it yet. So the Premier, Premier League. the Premier League have said that they don't really want the referees going over to the sidelines and watching the incidents, even though really they should be, because Mm. the screens are there, that's what they're there for. Um, Ultimately, at the end of the day, though, the the ref on the pitch has the end decision. So unlike in cricket, where the third umpire overrules the umpires on the the, the field, the... The VA, the people in the VAR box, which actually isn't on site, by the way. Actually, no, no, it's, 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 yeah, it's in yeah. one there, isn't it? Um, they, um, 
they just sort of relay the mm. information and then it's up to them whether they yeah. still want See, to. See, the, the only problem with the only problem with, and I suppose it's sort of it's it sort of swings around, but it's obviously they VAR gives gives referees sort of angles that they might not have had because obviously the referee might have an skewed angle if the linesman doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. They're almost refing blind. But the problem with VAR and slow motion, I think what in, in a lot of cases is stuff looks a lot worse in slow motion. So the problem is, is that if you're, I mean, that might sound stupid, the question is if you're looking at like bookings and stuff like that, tackles are going to look a lot worse in slow motion because they always do. Mm-hmm. Tackles always look worse in slow motion. They won't get caught more, though. Yeah. I mean, you, you have players like Zahan, Salah get caught out a lot more than they did last season. Mm. Because I, then, I feel like Dyer's going to be one of the things that gets caught out. I don't know, I'm so, I suppose this is, this is a different discussion I actually think we should bring up another time. But I don't. I think that diving is. It's not. I just think. It, I just think it's gamesmanship. Are you insane by me? But like, if you get, if you I get think away it's, with it's it, almost it's a skill to deceive the referee. No. Yeah. Well, I thought I was thinking that earlier when we were talking about that one that was millimeters out. If you're so close that the referee yeah. can't call it. That's what I mean. There was no the ref. The VAR Dang. is looking for a, a clear error, and that is not a clear error in the line of like judgment, is it? Really? Yeah. That's not clear. You wouldn't describe it as a clear error. And no, personally, looking error. at it, the more I look at, it, the more I think. He's onside. The thing is, that's another issue with the rules. I know that sounds stupid. And I'll be looking at the line. The lines are touching. That's yeah. Like... But the orange, no, the red line or whatever it is, Sterling's line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the red line, right? The red line is on the right hand side of the blue. Barely. Line, which barely. Means it's also, it doesn't matter if it's barely, though. I think it, I think it's got to be a level of discretion. I think uh, you cannot say that the linesman has no. made a clear error. A clear I mean, error. The that. difference is before where it was grey, and you can't decide. Like, if if you're not as a ref, if you're not sure, then you don't make the decision. Like you right. don't think it, if you're not sure if it's a penalty, if you have any doubt, don't give the penalty. If you're not sure if it's offside, you don't put your flag up. The mm. difference is now that when the goal goes in, it's black and white. Mm. And it doesn't is, matter if it's millimetres, you can see that he is offside. The thing is, whilst this is extreme, you obviously had a few issues last season. So I, I don't always bring up the West Ham stuff, but you know, like when James Milner scored that, they had that offside goal against us last year, when James Milner was like a mile offside. You'll have goals like that where beforehand they used to get away with it, whereas now it'd be like, well, that's very clearly offside. So you have to put up with these sort of ones where it's vague, that could be offside, that could not be offside. Or the, the linesman couldn't see it. And all the ones where it clearly was offside will now get caught up more. So, rounding up this very long discussion, mm-hmm. very good discussion. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I, I think we've made a lot of, a lot of valid points. A lot of good, valid mm. points, strong points. We stand that we think that... VAR's good. VAR's good. The, ha- the new handball rule is a little bit silly. A lot of the new rules aren't great, and the refereeing, depending on who you support, can I, I think I think almost what they're trying to do is they're trying to, you know, <laughs> trying to trivialise it. Just, you know, if you throw enough shit at a wall, some of it will stick. So <laughs> VAR will stick. If the handball rule's here next season, I'd be very surprised, because I know a lot of people have... A lot of people have... Because I, I think what they've tried to do... Is they've almost tried to make the game, and this this will finish up. Like you know, they tried to make the game, you know, you know, almost more spectator friendly, right? Mm-hmm. But what they've done by making that rule in that situation is they've literally made it a defender's game. It's a defender's game now, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
to have to, and well, that, in, that, in that scenario, not, not, yeah. not of all the new rules. <coughs> not, no, not because there's that whole rules. thing where they were, people can blame. Yeah, you've you've like like they were saying, if if it hit Spurs' hand and he hadn't scored, they wouldn't have gone. Look at that. No, no, because there are a lot of people were complaining before when they first announced it that you could quite easily get players aim for hands. But I just think that's using rules advantages in the same way that a lot of times penalties are given for not a lot of contact because the guy's left his leg out, as in like the attacker has left his leg out almost looking for contact. I think it's using the rules to advantage. I think they should, you know, they should be aware to that. And I don't think, you know, I think it's going to... Yeah, but then is it the job of the rules to clamp down on that? Yeah, because let's be honest, you can quite easily, say you got someone like Salah, he's dived quite a lot before. Right. You could have him now, if he sees someone's hand in the box, that's a bit out there. Yeah. Just go, oh, well, I'm not going to try to... Which is exactly what score. happened in the Champions League final. Yeah, I was going for his hand. Which that's under, the, be under the new rules wouldn't penalty. have been wouldn't have been a penalty. Yeah, in the but, Champions League final. Yeah, but under the old rules, it was. Technically, the old rules came in on the first of July. The game happened on the first of July, but they chose to play with the old rules. But it's not. It's not. But it's not. But you know what I mean. That that's. It's not. It's almost making it a defenders' game. How, you know, you want to you know, and intrigue people. I'm sure that's there'll it. be some more VAR controversy. Controversy. Thank you, Ryan. At oh. some point. Um, so yeah, that that rounds it up for this week. So we hope you've enjoyed. Um, thank you to uh, George. Thank you for having me. Reese. Cheers. Ryan. Cheers. And Niall. Thanks for joining me. And um, we will uh, see you again next week. Well, two weeks for us. Two weeks, two weeks for, for us. us. One week for you. So, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy. And, um, yeah, we'll uh, see you next time. See ya. Bye. Clap the sync audio. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man.